Welcome to the Wrap Yourself in Joy podcast. I'm Karen Dwyer, speaker, teacher, and author of four books on joy. If you're searching for more joy in your life, join me for about 15 minutes every week. It could change your life. My newest and fifth series, Joyful and Battle Ready, is based on my book, Wrap Yourself in Joy, Find the Joy and Fight the Fear, and it has an imprimatur. Today, I'm inviting you to join a Cup of Joy women's group. They meet over coffee each week to go through the study questions. For more information, go to wrapyourselfinjoy.com and look for Cup of Joy Women. The podcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Hello, welcome to Wrap Yourself in Joy. I'm Karen Dwyer, and you are listening to my fifth season podcast series, Joyful and Battle Ready. It follows the second part of my book, Wrap Yourself in Joy. Each week, we will cover how to welcome more joy and put on the armor of God. So this fourth podcast in the series is Singing for Joy and Slipping on the Gospel Shoes of Peace. Today, we're going to talk about the association between joy and praising God. In the past, I've been a petition addict. I thought prayer was constantly telling God what I needed, so that's what I did. How about you? Are your prayers mostly prayers of petition? Well, God, of course, was listening, but you can imagine how surprised I was when I found out that there are at least five forms of prayer, and we need to use them all. For example, the Catechism of the Catholic Church number 2644, encourages us to use all five forms of prayer, blessing or adoration, petition with contrition, intercession, thanksgiving, and praise. And there is a very special link of joy with praise. You know, C.S. Lewis was a Christian apologist and writer, especially known for books like Mere Christianity and the Chronicles of Narnia. In Reflections on the Psalms, he says this, We delight to praise what we enjoy because the praise not merely expresses but completes the enjoyment. It's frustrating to have discovered a new author and not be able to tell someone how good he is or to hear a good joke and find no one to share it with. Fully, to enjoy is to glorify. In commanding us to glorify him or praise him, God is inviting us to enjoy Him. What a wonderful thought. God calls us to enjoy Him, and praising and thanking God brings more joy than we could ever imagine. Even in the hardships of life, we can praise our God because He enters our suffering, transforms every one of them, and comforts us with deep spiritual joy. Psalm 100 verse 3 says, Enter God's gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. So, do you begin your prayer time with thanksgivings or praises? That's how we're invited to enter his presence. We come into God's presence with songs of praise and thanksgiving. Have you ever sung a great song of praise at the top of your lungs with worship music in the car with the windows closed while driving? I have, and I can say, it lifts my spirit. Pope Francis tells us not to be formal Christians, prisoners of formality, but instead to express our joys of being Christians. 
our joy to the Lord. In Luke 4, Jesus said he was the fulfillment of Isaiah 61.3. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives. And Isaiah 61.3 continues, to provide the oil of joy instead of mourning and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of discouragement. Have you ever exchanged discouragement for praise to Jesus? I have. For example, while I was writing the book, Wrap Yourself in Joy, I had broken my shoulder and broken my arm. I praised God through nine months of recovery as I typed with my one left hand. God can give you the oil of joy for mourning and discouragement. At the time of Isaiah 61, oils were used universally as soothing balms or medicine for wounds. So if you need some soothing spiritual balm rubbed into your wounds, Jesus can give you a garment of praise and it comes with the oil of joy. Imagine yourself giving God your discouragement, your sadness, your mourning, as if taking it off like a garment, then seeing Jesus reach back to you with a new garment of praise and joy, and you're pulling it on like a piece of clothing. When we praise God, we surrender everything to Him, and we proclaim that He is God and we are not. He has everything in our lives under control, and even when we do not see it, we can trust Him. Even in hardships, we can sing praises to the Lord, and He will comfort us with deep, calming joy. Try it. Take on the Lord's garment of praise. He wants it for you, and it will change everything. In Acts 16 at midnight, and in the wretchedness of a Philippian jail, imprisoned Paul and Silas knew how to change their heart's climate. I'm going to read to you just a couple sentences. After the guards had given Paul and Silas a severe flogging, they threw them into prison and ordered the jailer to keep them securely. He put them in the innermost cell and fastened their feet in stocks. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was an earthquake so violent that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and a miracle happened. You can turn to Acts 16 and read the rest of the story. But praising God draws His presence and changes everything. The Catholic Catechism number 2639 says, Praise is a form of prayer. It gives God glory for His own sake, quite beyond what He has done, but simply for who He is. Now, There are many ways to praise God. We can read the Psalms aloud. I love Psalm 150. It says, Praise the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in His mighty firmament. Praise Him for His mighty deeds. Praise Him according to His surpassing greatness. Praise Him with trumpet sound. Praise Him with lute and harp. Let everything that breathes praise the Lord. I always think, The angels make the music I sing to the Lord beautiful by the time it comes into His presence. You know, praise doesn't have to be complicated. You can tell God you love Him. You can praise Him as your loving Savior. You can express your love and worship to God, your Creator. 
So for this week, let's try to praise God's attributes and thank Him for all He has given us. Just one minute can be life-changing and joy-filling. You can get a free bookmark on my website to help you with ways to praise the Lord. Next, we're going to talk about the armor of God from Ephesians 6. How are you doing with putting on spiritual armor? We've been looking at the six pieces of armor Paul uses in Ephesians 6 to explain the spiritual armor we put on. So far, we put on the belt of truth for our core and the breastplate of righteousness for our heart. Today, we will put on shoes that will prepare us to proclaim the gospel of peace. You know, we must take this spiritual weapon wherever our feet take us. In Ephesians 6.15, Paul tells us to slip on spiritual shoes for the spiritual battle. He says, as shoes for your feet, put on whatever will make you ready to proclaim the gospel of peace. When Paul talked about putting on the armor, he, of course, was using the metaphor of the Roman soldier's armor. Now, Roman soldiers needed shoes to avoid the rocks and the sticks and the debris in the battlefield, all which could cause serious injury to bare feet. The shoes were a combination of heavy sandals and boots. The tops of the shoes had openings for ventilations, and like a sandal, had several straps for adjusting to any foot size. The soles were layered with leather clenched together with metal studs that could grip the ground for traction. Obviously, if you were a soldier, these shoes would help you stand firm in battle and advance on the enemy. Over 700 years before Christ, the prophet Isaiah said, How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of the messengers who announce peace, who bring good news, who announce salvation, who say to Zion, your God reigns. That's Isaiah 52, 7. So that is what we proclaim. We walk in peace everywhere our feet take us, and we proclaim the salvation of the Lord and our God reigns. You also notice it's about peace. We are announcing peace. Peace means harmony and tranquility, even amid chaos and upheaval. If we are going to share our faith with others, we must proclaim it from a position of peace. In John 16, Jesus said, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Jesus has peace for us, and he wants us to share it with the world. In Luke 2, 12-14, the angel announced, The Savior, who is Jesus Christ the Lord, has been born. And then a multitude of heavenly hosts appeared, praising God, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to all on whom his favor rests. So we start with peace. We slip it on our feet, knowing it's always with us, always in the Lord, always wherever our feet go. The Lord is always with us and his peace is always there. Then we get ready and go forth and proclaim. In Mark 16, 15, Jesus said, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. So get ready to share your faith. The best way to start sharing your faith 
is to share your relationship with Jesus, your answers to prayer, your thanksgivings. Remind a friend how much God loves him or her and wants them to experience his love and his presence. Invite them to entrust their lives to Jesus, to give their baggage, their shame, their disappointments, their need for forgiveness, their sins. Then you can pray with them to just commit their life to Jesus Christ as their Savior. When we proclaim in the simplest way that Jesus wants to be Lord of a person's life and that he forgives sins and makes a way to eternal life, we fulfill the challenge of St. Pope John Paul II. He laid it out in Catechesis in Our Time, 1979. He said this, The faithful must proclaim the gospel message. That's the kerygma. It's the initial ardent proclamation by which a person is brought to the decision to entrust himself to Jesus Christ by faith. Of course, it's gradually deepened and developed and channeled in Christian practice in the church and the world, but it has to begin with a simple proclamation to help a person make a decision to entrust himself or herself to Jesus Christ by faith. Now, you can prepare yourself with a few words of Scripture about God's love, about how Jesus is the sacrifice for all sin, and that just invite the person to trust Jesus now. Of course, you follow up by inviting them to church, taking them to Mass, helping them in their Christian journey. But start where St. Pope John Paul II said, start with a simple proclamation and invitation of inviting the people around you to entrust themselves to Jesus Christ by faith. Like the rest of the armor, when you slip on your spiritual shoes, you will protect your feet upon which the rest of your body stands. Putting on shoes of peace grounds your ability to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. You cannot go anywhere without him. The devil knows this, and he will waste no time in whispering lies in your mind to stop you. So today, in our personal reflection, we want to think about this, about slipping on shoes to proclaim the gospel of peace and reminding ourselves the Lord has called us to this. Here's shoes of peace declarations from Scripture that will help you stand firm in peace and help you be ready to proclaim the gospel of peace. You can remind yourself of these daily. First of all, when the devil tries to make you afraid to proclaim, you say, the Prince of Peace lives in me, John 14, 23. I have his peace. I will not let my heart be troubled or afraid. I will stand firm in Jesus, my Lord, my strength, and my God in whom I trust. And in John 14, 27, Jesus said, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give it to you as the world gives. Do not let your heart be troubled, and do not let it be afraid. Number two, when the devil whispers, you're not ready to proclaim the gospel. You know the truth. In Jesus, I am prepared and willing to share the gospel with anyone. It's what Jesus has called me to do. I am not ashamed to talk about Jesus and my faith to family, friends, or others. Romans 1.16 says, I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. 
Well, that's it. We've come to the end of our podcast for today. I want you to know I'm so happy that you've joined the Joyful and Battle Ready series. You can find all my podcasts and free bookmarks on my website, wrapyourselfinjoy.com. Also, you can register there to host a small group study called Cup of Joy Women, and I will send you free material every week to accompany each podcast. Until next week, I pray you grow in joy and that you confidently slip on shoes to proclaim the gospel of peace as we study joyful and battle-ready together. Thanks for joining me today. Please visit me on my website, wrapyourselfinjoy.com, where you can learn more about my books, download free bookmarks, and connect with me. Please follow me on your favorite podcast app and invite a friend to join you too. You can download the show notes from today at wrapyourselfenjoypodcast.com. Until next week, this is your friend, Karen Dwyer, reminding you to wrap yourself in joy. <music>